Shavuot Tov, today we'll be studying the sixth chapter of Hilchot Me'ila. This chapter describes the different thresholds relating to Hikdesh. Um, Hikdesh, as a reminder, are items that are consecrated and dedicated to the Beit HaMikdash. Um, when someone deriving benefit from Hikdesh would be liable for Me'ila, and what he would be liable for. Perik Shishi, Halacha Aleph. Yesh tevarim she'adam nehena bahen, velo yipagimu, kigon hamishtamesh bichli zahav, Tahor. There are items that a person can der- can use and derive benefit from that are not typically damageable and do not decrease in value after their use. For example, somebody who uses a pure glass vessel. And on the contrary, there are items that are typically damageable and as a result decrease in value. For example, clothing or silver bronze or metal vessels and other things of the sort. And somebody who derives a peruta worth of benefit um, of of hekdesh, of an item that was not attached to the ground, if he derived ben if one if this item was something that was not ordinarily damageable devarim the first category we mentioned for example if somebody uses a pure gold vessel of hikdesh he is he 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 did meila if somebody derived benefit from a damageable item for example, somebody who who wore clothing that was consecrated to to be given to the Beit Hamikdash, or or he cut wood with an axe of hikdash. There is no meila. There is no meila until a peruta worth of damage is caused to the hikdesh that he benefited from with the intent to benefit even though it comes uh, even though it causes damage and and it has to be at the same time so for example somebody ate um, something of hikdesh that is worth a shavept peruta that that would be that he derived benefit um, and caused damage at the same time if somebody derived uh, if somebody derived benefit um, of a hatsi peruta and he damaged worth a hatsi peruta or or if he derived benefit one peruta's worth of value and he caused damage of one peruta worth of value in another item and he did not derive benefit in what he caused damage to and he did not cause damage to in the same item that he derived benefit from there is no ma'al that 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 Committed, this is the rule. Until a person derives benefit, a, it derives a piruta's worth of benefit and causes a piruta's worth of damage, um, that's when me'ila is committed and it must be with the same object. And Harambam will give an example in the, in, in the next part of Halakha Aleph. Ketzad, how so? 
If somebody remove a, removed a patch of clothing on a garment that was hekdesh, and you and he took removed the patch of the clothing of hekdesh and he sewed it on a, another garment and he derived benefit of a of a peruta worth of value. And he caused a peruta worth of damage in the garment that he that the patch was removed from. And he didn't cause damage to the actual patch that was removed. There is no me'ila that happened here. Because there were two articles of clothing, one hikdish and what was one that was not hikdish, and he did not derive benefit and cause damage to the same item. And, and we already mentioned in in Perek He that someone who causes damage, someone who causes someone else to derive benefit from that someone who causes someone to derive benefit, it it does combine to reach a max to reach a minimum of shave peruta even if there's an interval of time between between them that passes. Halacha bet. Kodshe kodashim. Hatemimim. Shetalash mi tsemaran. Kodshe kodashim, as we mentioned before, are animals to be brought as a korban, um, specifically a korban ola, hatat asham, or a shalmetzibur, um, that, as we mentioned in Perek bet, all of these have... Uh, the din me'ila once they are consecrated and separated to be given as a korban. So koche kodashim that are wholesome and do not have a blemish, that wool was removed from them. Kivan shenehena bifruta ma'al af alpi pagam. Since he derived benefit of a peruta, since he derived a shave peruta's worth of benefit. He did me'ila af al pagam, even though he did not damage the animal. lechos as it's similar to the case we mentioned before of a cup of pure gold that um, that is not usually da- damageable. We said before that the first part of halacha alef. I'm quoting pagimu that it's not usually damaged, usually damaged after their use. So again, this case of removing the wool is similar to to the kos zahav she'eno she'nehena b'hen veloi pagem she'eno nifgam she'en telishat hatzemet posedet otam milkrav as once the as if wool is removed from the animal, it does not prevent them from being brought as a as a korban because it's obviously not considered a mum. Aval im nafal b'hen mum. However, if a mum um, came if 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 we find a mum on the animal, since they are to be sold, and removing their wool causes a decrease in their value. There is only meila meila as we mentioned, only if um, benefit 
was derived, Ishavipirutah's worth of benefit was derived, and it was damaged, um, also uh, causing Ishavipirutah's worth of ben of damage. Talash mehen aharshem metu if. Some, if a person removed the wool of the animal after it died, if if he removed and if he removed the wool of the animal after the animal died, since the person derived benefit from it, he uh, there is meila that was committed, as you can't reduce the value of the animal and pegam lameta. You can't reduce the value of the animal after the animal already died and since this was an animal as an animal as you mentioned the hekesh it cannot be sold either and this me'ilah is midrabanan as we mentioned in perik gimel so to summarize these first two halachot so if if we have an object that does not that is not typically damageable there is me'ilah if a person derived a peruta's worth of benefit and if the object is typically is damageable after use. There is meila only once shave pirutas worth of benefit was derived and shave pirutas worth of damage was was had. Halacha gimel hamoel bekotche bedek habayit. Somebody who does meila uh, to items dedicated to the improvement and maintenance of the bet hamikdash. That's that's kotche bedek habayit. It funds. Of the Beit Hamikdash, Kevan Shemaal Bishkaga, if he did the Meila unintentionally, Nithalel Hakodesh, Vezesh Yehane Aharav Patur. The items dedicated that were misappropriated, if if the person did Meila unintentionally, the items the, these Kochebet Kabait are now Hulin, and there's no Meila with Hulin objects. So once you have, so again, in other words, we had. Items dedicated, we had kochebe de kabait. There was me'ila, somebody did me'ila and misappropriated them and used them for for, for a purpose outside of Beit HaMikdash. Once those were used outside of the purposes of the Beit HaMikdash, they are hulin, and there's no, and, and you can't have me'ila um, for hulin. So anybody who uses these, this, these, um, these items or these funds after they were hulin, there's no, Me'ila for these objects anymore. Ma'al bezadun. If somebody did uh, me'ila willfully and purposefully, since he is not obligated to bring a korban me'ila, the punishment, as we mentioned, is loke umishalem, that you, you receive lashes uh, for violating a Torah prohibition and you have to pay. Lo nithalel hakodesh. These objects are not, uh, do not become hulin. Ella hare hu. Rather, these objects and funds still remain in their hikdesh state. And if somebody uses these um, these items or these funds um, and uses them for for and, and uses them for whatever purpose he wants outside of Beit Hamikdash purposes, there is meila. So, yes, and and Harambam here will will give will, will give. A clarification here. In the next part of Halakha Gimel. When, when is this the case that Ma'al Bishgaga makes the object Hulin? This, this case that 
this the scenario of somebody who does me'ila bishgaga of unintentional unintentional misappropriation of kochebet kabait that now be, that become hulin is only if the the items um, were were, tra- were the, if the ownership of the items were transferred to somebody else aval im nehinabo ufkamo velohiknahu laher yesh bo moel ahar moel however if the person did not transfer ownership of these objects dedicated to bedakabait and he caused um, and he caused damage there is there there still is the possibility of moel ahar moel that if somebody uses these objects afterwards for non uses he he is also liable for meila and there is only moel moel again the scenario of meila after meila for consecrated items only in regards to animals that were consecrated and utensils that were consecrated to the Beit Hamikdash as well ketzad how does this apply Somebody who cut wood with an axe of hikdesh and he derived a peruta's worth of benefit and caused a peruta's worth of damage. And somebody else, his friend, came and also cut wood with this axe of hikdesh and caused peruta's worth of damage and derived a peruta's worth of benefit. Kulan ma'alu. Both of these people did me'ila. Natal ha'kardom untano lahavero hu ma'al aval havero lo ma'al Somebody, if, if, however, like we mentioned, he transferred ownership of the axe and gave it to his friend, he uh, is liable for me'ila. However, his friend did not commit me'ila because as we mentioned, if, um, if, trans, if ownership was transferred um, for if ownership was transferred transferred to someone else, there is no me'ila and the person who transferred the ownership, the original owner, is the only one that's liable. Somebody who drank from a glass from a gold glass or a gold goblet and derived the piruta's worth of benefit. And his friend came and drank. And also derived the benefit. And a third person now came and drank from the same cup of Hikdesh. They all um, are liable. For, they all committed me'ilah. However, if he had the, the, the gold goblet, gave it to his friend as a gift, since he transferred, or he sold it, since ownership was transferred, the original owner. Um, committed me'ila, but the other people did not. No, a, for, a third example, Rachav al-Gabe ha-Hamor. Somebody who, if, if someone rode on a on a donkey, and you might ask, how how can a donkey um, be how can a donkey be consecrated to the Beit Hamikdash? Because it's a behema temea, and it obviously can't be brought as a korban. So we we can you can transfer its value um, to Hikdesh and, and you can dedicate the, the monetary value of the donkey and once you sell the donkey those funds and, and those funds and those monies would go to, to Hikdesh. So somebody who was riding on a donkey and he derived a peruta's worth of benefit and caused a peruta's worth of damage by weakening the donkey 
um, he damaged he damaged the donkey because the donkey can't go as far anymore. And, and his friend now came and rode on the donkey to arrive the Pirutah's worth of benefit, caused the Pirutah's worth of damage. And a third person came on the donkey came and rode on the donkey. All of these people, uh, there is me'ila in all th- in all of the, in in this case because of. Because of, again, there was no transfer of ownership. Somebody who who gave the donkey to his friend as a gift or sold it or uh, rented out his donkey for, for donkey rides. Who uh, ma'al, the original owner and seller, did me'ila. And the people who afterwards, who, who purchased the donkey and rode the donkey, did not do me'ila. Similarly, someone who lends an axe of hikdesh, who ma'al lefitovat hanaya shebo, he did the the lender did me'ila for the uh, yes the the lender did the lender did there's me'ila for the lender for the benefit tovat hanaya for the benefit he received from his friend who he let, lent the axe to. And the, and the um, person who, is used, who, who received the axe can use the axe to chop wood um, as much as he wants. And the same applies to, um, to an animal because these are already, the, the, because these are now hulin, once, um, once the ownership was transferred. Halakha he. Behemat koche mizbeah. Enah ken. Ella yesh bah moel ahar moel al kol panim. For animals consecrated to be brought as a korban, and the, these animals more specifically are koche kodashim, because th- this halakha is talking about. Uh, talking about wool being removed from these animals while they're still alive. And as we mentioned in Perik Bet, there is no me'ila for Kadashim Kalim before the sprinkling of their blood on the Mizbeah. So again, Behemat Koche Mizbeah, animals that are consecrated to be brought as a Korban. Enakin, this, this rule does not apply. Of This rule of transferring ownership causing uh, causing the, the item um, now to become hulin and no me'ila, um, no me'ila possible after the first me'ila. Ella yesh bah mo'el ahar mo'el al kulpanim. Rather, there there is the possibility for me'ila, um, one one person and one use after another use. Kitzad, how so? Talash mina hatat. Somebody who removed wool from a Korban that was to be brought as a hatat. And his friend came and also removed wool. And some and a third person came and removed wool. All of these people, um, there is me'ila and there is me'ila for all for all three people, which is similar to what we described. However, here is the key difference. And so too. And this is again, like I mentioned, the difference between what we've what we described previously. If somebody gave the animal to somebody else, um, and that animal transferred ownership to another person, there's still me'ila for both individuals. Um, 
וכלי שרת כדין הבהמה, שכולן קדושת הגוף הן. And הרמב״ם here um, mentions his opinion, and as we mentioned, um, whenever הרמב״ם says יראה this is resulting of an unsolved case in the Gemara, and הרמב״ם is not quoting a source for this, and it's his, his own opinion. הרמב״ם uh, says, it seems, it seems to me that menachot, which are meal offerings, and, and bird offerings, and nesachim, and libations, and sacrificial vessels, um, have the same rule for behemah, for, for an animal that is to be sacrificed, that we mentioned of Kodshem Izbech, shekulan kedushat haguf hen, because the entity itself is is consecrated. So just like we mentioned of me'ila, ahar me'ila for behemat kochem izbeach, Harambam here says that it seems to him that the same applies for menachot, ofot, nesachim, and kele sharet. Halacha vav. Behemat koche kodashim shen nafal bahmum. If an animal that is that is in the category of koche kodashim and, is, and, and we and and we find it that it has a blemish. Since it is to be redeemed for its monetary value, because it cannot be uh, brought as a korban, it is considered as um, as which are um, property of the Beit HaMikdash that's used for the improvement, maintenance um, of the Beit HaMikdash. Which is, um, which the value of it is hekdesh, as opposed to what we mentioned in the previous halacha of Kiddushat HaGuf. And as a result, if somebody gave um, this animal with a blemish that is to be redeemed to his friend, and his friend gave it to his, to his a second friend, um, the original owner is the only one um, for which there is me'ila. So to summarize halachot gimel through Vav, animals that are koche kodashim and have and, and items that are hekdesh, that have kedushat haguf, that are the items themselves are consecrated like menachot, nesachim, and ofot, there is me'ila, ahar me'ila, regardless if ownership was transferred um, to somebody else. However, for koche bedek habayit, um, if, the, if the object if, if ownership of the objects of the object or the animal was was transferred to somebody else, or if there was meila purposefully, there is meila ahar meila. However, if the meila was done unintentionally and the and ownership was not transferred, these objects are holin uh, and there is no meila ahar meila. Halacha zain amru hachamim our hachamim. Taught, somebody who took a rock or a beam of hikdish and used it um, for, and you derived, derived a piruta's worth of benefit and caused a piruta's worth of damage, and gave it to his friend, both people um, committed me'ila. However, if he gave the, the rock or the beam to the gizbar. The gizbar was the treasurer of the Beit HaMikdash, um, whose possession this was uh, this was to be under. The the person who was who was giving the object committed me'ila. However, the 
treasurer did not uh, commit me'ilah because he was returning, he's essentially, he, the gizbar is essentially representing um, the domain of the of the mikdash. So obviously if he's that re- if he's the representative of the Beit HaMikdash for whom the object belongs to, he obviously did not commit me'ilah. And I'd like to point out that as opposed to, to many other uh, cultures and societies, that the the treasury and the the monies of the of the kingdom and of the of the state um, were part were part and parcel and were under the domain of of the king or the ruler. Am Israel is for Am Israel it is not the case. Um, the the treasury and, and the treasures and 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 the monies of the bit of 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 the country um, were under the domain of the Kohanim and were kept in inside the Beit Hamikdash. Eli, and this is another um, opinion, individual opinion of Harambam. Eli, not not really individual. Harambam typically follows the tradition of the of the Geonim and of his teachers. Um, but as we mentioned, Yiraeli, when Harambam mentions Yiraeli, it's a result. That there's no conclusion in in one of the sugyot. So Harambam here mentions. It seems to him she'en elu hadevarim amurim ella b'moel bezadon she'are lo nitchalel hakodesh. These these this type of scenario um, is only in a case that the moel the meila was done purposefully, because the kodesh were not were not were not um, be, were not made to become hulin. However, as opposed to like we mentioned moel bishkaga. Uh, mentioned halacha gimel moel bishkaga the the objects are are hulin and if they are hulin there's no point of bringing them back to the gizbar because the gizbar they're not they're not hikdish anymore unless someone wants to redonate them and give them again hanotel peruta shela hikdish al dach heishelo somebody who takes um, a peruta's worth of hikdish um, under the assumption that it was his lo maal achi yosi ota he, there's no meila committed until he uses it for his own, um, for his own uh, wishes and his own benefit and purpose, or until he um, he gives the object as a gift. If he gave it to his friend, um, he. Uh, committed me'ilah, but however, his friend did not. Um, there's no me'ilah for his friends because there is no mo'el ahar mo'el in other consecrated objects, as we mentioned in halachat dalid, only for animals and kelet tashmish. Um, and, and the same the same rule applies for uh, for any other similar uh, similar scenario or object. Halachat natal even somebody who took a rock or a beam. Of hikdish lo maal, there is no meila sheare lo nehena adain because the person did not derive benefit yet. However, bana ota betoch beto maal. Once he builds the beam or the rock into his house, there is meila netana al gabe halon shebat tikra velo hibera. If he placed the the beam or the rock on top of his window, without attaching it to to the actual house, lo maal ad sheyadur tachteha b'shave pirutash enzo hanaya ni. There is no me'ila because until the person dwells under it, um, because it, it derives a peruta's worth of benefit. Because there is no meaningful benefit um, that a person can derive just by simply placing a rock above a window, 
uh, without uh, dwelling under it or without it supporting anything or without it uh, really uh, being meanif- meaningful to him um, of having any 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 sort of benefit. Somebody who took a piruta of hikdesh um, and and gave it to an owner or an employee of a of, of the bathhouse. Even though the, the person did not yet bathe, ma'al there is me'ila. Because th- this is this is considered like advanced payment of a service that can be effectuated. Uh, later at any time and the person who gave the piruta of hikdesh can come and bathe anytime he wants uh, so even though he didn't bathe just yet once he gives the piruta he is liable for me'ilah similarly if a person gave a piruta of hikdesh to a craftsman ma'al there is me'ilah even though they did not yet uh, perform any any melacha for him or make anything for him since the person can come pick up whatever he wants whenever he wants for the payment he gave he is uh, he is liable for meila at that moment halacha yot kanaba hefes velo mashach im min hagoy maal veim mi yisrael lo maal if somebody purchased an object and transferred the monies however the person did not yet take hold of the object in, in Jewish law, uh, somebody uh, there, there are two parts to a transaction with another Jew. Um, there is um, like transferring of money, and there is meshicha, uh, which grabbing hold of the object and showing that you now have and now showing that you own the object. If um, if so, if you only completed the first part of the transaction, if you transferred the money and did not take hold of the object. If you purchase it from a goy, there is me'ila, um, the and you obviously used uh, monies of hikdesh. Um, there is me'ila from the goy because for transactions with a goy, payment completes the transaction. However, if um, you purchase, you transferred the money and did not take hold of the object, and the seller was a Jew, there is no me'ila because you did not uh, purchase the object yet because as we mentioned um, purchasing the second part of the transaction of any transaction with a Jew is once you take hold of the object bringing it into your domain and this is what completes the transaction somebody who spends um, monies of hikdesh for his own needs under the assumption that they were hulin even though he didn't use it necessarily for ordinary um, and regular day-to-day matters he um, he still there is me'ila ketzad how so somebody who takes um, a korban hatat or a korban asham or a korban pesach from monies that are so, so to somebody who uh, who is somebody who is missing something to be atoned for um, and, and a couple of examples of this are a zav zava a yoledet and a mitzura all of whom must bring a another korban after a little bit of time to complete their kapara process their 
their kapara process. And until they bring um, this, this korban, they are not allowed to eat from regular korbanot. This is, uh, Haramba mentions, th- mentions this, in fact, in the first perik and first halakha in Hilchot Mehusare Kapara. So if, again, somebody brings a hatat asham in Pesach, or somebody who is Mehusar Kapara, uh, who brings their kapara from Hekdesh monies, there is Me'ila Vechulan and Mo'alin Ad Sheizarek Haddam. And there is no Me'ila in, the, in this this act, and the, there and there is no meila until the the dam the the blood of the korban is thrown onto the mizbeach, and this as we mentioned before the the zerikatha dam sprinkling the blood on the mizbeach is the actual act of kapara, and which which according which which is our threshold for um, for the individual beri- deriving benefit. So once the dam is nizrak, there is um, there is me'ila, because that's when we consider benefit being der- derived from of the korban. Therefore, somebody who brings a min korban minha or a libation nesachim lechem toda min hayikdesh and lechem toda were forty loaves loaves of bread that were brought with a with a korban shalmetoda like a thanksgiving the the thanksgiving korban Harambam describes in Hilchot Maaseh Korbanot Periktet. And if they were brought from Hikdesh, even though he violated a transgression by using uh, these monies of Hikdesh for these for these things, because there is no sprinkling of the blood uh, to really derive benefit from, uh, because there's no there's no kapara for these korbanot of minha nesachim and lachim toda. So there, there's, we don't say that there was a benefit that was derived here. Halacha yod bet. Natan shiklo mimeot hekdesh. So any, anybody who who's read um, Parashat Kitisa or listened to Parashat Kitisa knows that every every Jewish male uh, needs to bring a half a shekel, half a silver shekel, once a year to the Bet Hamikdash. Um, and this was used for the the day-to-day uh, maintenance and korbanot uh, for the Beit Hamikdash. Obviously, anybody who's bringing half a shekel um, has a share and feels a part of the day-to-day service of the Beit Hamikdash. So, anybody who who brought who paid his half shekel uh, that he's anybody who paid his half shekel from meot hikdash from consecrated funds that were to be brought to the Bet Hamikdash. Af al keshe yitremu hateruma veiknu mimenna afil behema achat veizarek dama yimol hashokel shehare helko beotah behema shenizrak dama. One and, and and the way that the way this would work is that the the kohen. Three, t- three times a year would come to the treasury, take a portion of the mahatsita shekel that were that were collected, and use these these monies that he that he took to purchase behemot for the korbanot tzibur. And so, what what we say is that if again somebody who used who paid his half a shekel and used that half a shekel from consecrated funds 
of Hikdish. Once the Kohen comes in, takes um, takes a piece of these monies that were was in the treasury where the Mahazita Shekel were kept, purchased um, an animal and sprinkled its blood on the Mizbeach, the person who paid this half shekel from Me'otik Dish did Me'ila because we say that his he that he had a share in the animal once um, the the blood of the animal was sprinkled on the on the Mizbeach. Halacha Yod Gimel, final halacha. Hifrish Shiklov Yosi Obishar Tzerachav. If somebody um, had Ma'otik Dish, then he wanted to use those Ma'otik Dish for Mahasit Hashekel. And then he uses this for th- this money that was, in, again, initially set aside for Hikdesh, then you then um, made to be used for Mahatita Shekel, then um, the, the owner used it for other purposes, Ben Hu Ben Havero, whether him or his friend, Ma'al, there is Me'ila, Netano la Havero de Shiklo al Yado, Halach Ushkalo al Yade Asmo. Let's say he gave these this money that was initially used for initially to be used for Hikdesh. Then he gave this money to his friend to give on for his friend to be give on his behalf Mahasita Shekel. And this friend, um, in fact the Shaliah used this this Mahasita Shekel on his own behalf, not on behalf of the owner. Im Nitrema Hatiruma. If um, the, the the tiruma was given as we mentioned before. The kohen came to the treasury, took mahazita shekel, um, and and used it for one of the korbanot. Maal hashokel, the shaliyah, the person who who misappropriated and, and deviated from his shalihut, there is meila for him. She torem torem al heatid the higavot kemoshe be'arnu bishkalim. The Kohen who takes the money for the Korban takes and considers the money that will be collected in the future. And so we say that he that the original half a shekel um, that he that that was that was given but that that was Tirumah was already taken but the shekel was not yet given we say that it's as if that original half a shekel was already received and since this shekel that was originally um, hikdesh is considered to be already received there is me'ila for the shaliyah however if tiruma by the coin was not yet taken lo ma'al there is no me'ila ul olam in mu'alim bishare halishka and harambam gives gives us a rule here to end off the chapter that that money's used um, and sorry that money's left over in the in the treasury in the lishka uh, that are left over after the coin takes uh, takes the tiruma um, there is no me'ila with those monies, and the leftover uh, funds that were that were that were left over as after the uh, the leftover funds that were left in the lishka after the kohen takes the tiruma were were typically used for the maintenance of of the city of Yerushalayim as a whole. Uh, for example, they would use this money um, to to build walls of the city um, and other uh, other needs. The city may have had. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.